This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Beaumont police are looking for a trio of theft suspects this morning. They say these three suspects committed a strong arm robbery at Dillard's in Parkdale Mall, stealing several purses during the robbery. An employee received minor injuries. Detectives believe that the suspects have also targeted the Dillard's in Port Arthur. If you do recognize them or have any information, you can call Crime Stoppers at 833-TIPS. An under investigation underway this morning into a fire that destroyed a Jasper County home yesterday. Tri-Community Volunteer Fire Department arrived at this home that was in flames on County Road 351 between Jasper and the Aaron community. Quickly calling for assistance from the Jasper Fire Department to help bring the blaze under control. As you see, most of the fire was in the front bedroom, but it quickly spread to the entire home. Unfortunately, our, the home was not saved, but the good news is no life of uh, lives were lost or no injuries being reported. Well, the federal hearing has ended, but this is only the start of the court case and investigation of Ahmad Alam. The 26 year old from Brooklyn, New York, pleaded not guilty to possessing a firearm in a school zone. He entered the plea during a hearing yesterday afternoon. A federal grand jury indicted him yesterday. If convicted, he faces up to five years in federal prison. The court proceedings come days after Beaumont police arrested Alam Sunday near St. Anthony School. Officers stopped him for a traffic violation and discovered an AR-15 style rifle and 150 rounds of ammo in his SUV. A number of people saw his SUV parked near St. Anthony School in Temple Emanuel for several days and then reported it. We did have an opportunity to see Alam in court yesterday when he pleaded not guilty to possessing that firearm in a school zone. He was ordered to be held until a detention hearing. The hearing will determine if he remains in jail or is released on bond and conditions set out by the judge. The defense has withdrawn its motion for a psychiatric evaluation of Alam, even though the U.S. Attorney's Office was not opposed to it. Defense attorney Ryan Gertz told us they plan the plan to get their own psychiatrist if a mental health evaluation does not go forward. Oftentimes you do the psychiatric evaluations uh, as a way to slow the process down. Uh, this is not a case where we want to do that. Um, and so I've met with him for an hour. Uh, I feel uh, very comfortable that he's competent and lucid and understands exactly what's going on. Alam is expected to return to court next week for a detention hearing. A pretrial hearing is set for March. Another day for jury deliberation, the trial of a man charged with hitting a child with an ATV, killing him. Daryl Wayne Brown charged with manslaughter in the death of six-year-old Carter Osborne. If convicted, Brown faces two to 20 years in prison. He can also receive probation. During the third day of testimony, an older brother of Carter described his horror at watching the ATV strike his sibling, saying he'll never forget the images and can never get them out of his mind. Brown was driving an ATV at Terrell Park in May of 2021 when he struck Osborne. He and his family were enjoying a pre-Mother's Day celebration. He later died at the hospital. Thousands of people are in the dark following a major ice storm in Austin. Many of them are now looking to city officials for answers on when the power might be restored. Paige Hubbard has more. A lot of people are very frustrated with the way that they feel, you know, the city has handled this response. What's being done to prevent this from happening in the future? 
That's the question thousands of Austinites want answered after being left in the cold and dark because of Austin Energy's power outages caused by the winter storm. With every response, we look at how we can do things better uh, in the future. During a press conference Thursday evening, City Manager Spencer Cronk says officials are applying lessons learned from 2021's winter storm to improve how they handle future severe weather events. Sure. Can you go into detail about those lessons learned specifically? Sure. So I think part of it is trying to communicate what we can in real time. And so the purpose of this press conference is also a recognition that we told you something earlier today and we know that the situation has changed based on what we're seeing on the ground and we wanted to get in front of our community uh, so you can be making decisions based on that more accurate information. In that same presser, Austin Energy's general manager Jackie Sargent says while weather conditions have greatly improved, the utility isn't able to give an estimate as to when power will be restored despite city officials saying that would happen by 6 p.m. Friday. We had hoped to make more progress today on restorations, and that simply has not happened. And here's why. The majority of outages from this winter storm are complex, involving heavy construction equipment in areas that are sometimes impassable due to downed trees and branches. To help with restoration efforts, more than 100 crews from around the state have been sent to Austin, and additional resources have been requested. It's just horrendous out there. I really appreciate the Austin Energy customers that told my guys thanks for what they were doing. They've been working around the clock. Valentine's Day is drawing near and Justice of the Peace is ready to show some love to the community. During the holiday season, you might remember Jefferson County JP Ben Collins Sr. did free weddings wearing a Santa suit if the bride and groom requested it. He performed hundreds of weddings and year round he does them for free for members of the military and first responders. His free wedding ceremonies for everyone returning February 13th and 14th, which of course is Valentine's Day. He'll also do it on the 15th. All you need to do is bring your marriage license, call his office at the number you see there on the screen, you can set up an appointment. So does he have a Cupid costume he's going to wear? I thought I'm not going to go that far. You can ask him. Uh, I'm sure he will have something maybe special for those days for sure. And now your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas forecaster Aaron Mack here with your weather authority. Today is February the 3rd, 2023, and we're off to a very chilly note once again this morning. Temperatures we're back around the upper 30s to around the lower 40s last night. If you were up in the lakes, you probably felt some of those middle 30s, but nothing is near freezing. You may see some of that tonight going into Saturday, but overall, as we start today, taking a look at our satellite imagery for the last six hours, all those showers that we were seeing from pretty much yesterday, most of the day on and off, have just really tapered off. Streets are still wet a little bit. Cloud cover is going to hang around, but we expect as that cloud cover kind of moves on as we move throughout the morning, we'll see sunshine as we continue pushing through the afternoon. But for now, as we mentioned, we're seeing some of those temperatures, seeing some of those upper 30s now to lower 40s around the lakes. 37 for Rayburn Realty, 37 for Jasper and Burkeville, 41 for Silsby and Evadale here in the Golden Triangle. You notice temperatures still hanging around the lower 40s as well. We saw a few of those upper 30s, but got back to around the lower 40s. 42 for Vider Baptist Hospital, Hillcrest, and Bayou Den. Things are going to really start drying out as we move through the weekend. High pressure sitting off out by Lubbock to the west. And you see the north flow that we have. We're going to kind of have a northeasterly flow. Winds are transition more so out of the east-northeast. Overall, 
things will stay relatively dry and start to warm up as we move through the weekend. So for us, our next best chance of rain, actually look at that. It's looking like it's going to be next Tuesday, 50% area-wide coverage of scattered showers and thunderstorms. Overall, zeros across the board throughout much of the weekend through Monday. And then even after Tuesday, looking at zeros. Wednesday and Thursday. So as we continue moving throughout this early part of the morning, again, you're probably going to need a coat as you head out the door, maybe a little hoodie if your head gets cold a little bit. But overall, by the time we move into the afternoon, we expect to see plenty of sunshine. Looking for about moderate temperatures today, middle to upper 50s. Possible lower 60s are there, but we think we'll stick around those upper 50s. And through the weekend, we'll start to see winds transitioning out of the south, which is what's going to help that warm up as we move forward going into next week. Well, that's all I have for you this morning, Southeast Texas. Have fun, enjoy Friday, stay safe, and make it a good one. Thanks for listening. Join us again Monday for the KFDM Morning Show podcast.